Hello and welcome to the Performance Audit Report. My name is Conor McGarrity. And I'm Yusuf Muller. And today we're going to be talking about the focus on equity in performance auditing. Okay, so before we start, just have to say that this is a reasonably complicated episode and maybe we've overcomplicated it a little bit. <laughs> but there is a blog article that goes with this. So it might actually be easier to read the blog article. So just forewarning that we know it's not going to be the easiest episode for us to record because it is quite convoluted. So we'll try our best to keep it simple. Having said that, let's jump in. Traditionally, most of our performance audits have focused on the three main E's being effectiveness, efficiency, economy. So how well expected results are being achieved, getting the most out of inputs and effort, and then the right inputs at the lowest cost for those three E's. But we're increasingly seeing PA reports and performance audit work that focuses on or includes another E being equity. What that looks like for performance audit is a public service or activity that is fair, impartial, and supports equality of access, and in particular, equitable outcomes for users of that service. Where public services are inequitable, they may lack procedural fairness, or they may be biased towards certain groups, or they may actually lead to different outcomes for different groups of people, for example, different socioeconomic cohorts. In the U.S., President Biden issued an executive order in January 2021 that was aimed at delivering a whole-of-government equity agenda, and there are similar moves afoot in other countries as well. That example from the U.S. is just one example from the highest levels of public admin. In episode three of the Performance Audit Report, Mark Funkhauser, the co-founder of the International Center for Performance Auditing, spoke about equity in performance auditing at length, and that, along with the increase in performance audit reports that we saw that do focus on equity led us to think you know, it would be good to have a discussion about this and try to categorize some of the equity work that we're seeing. So there's six overall categories that we see where there's an increase in performance auditors addressing equity-related risks in their work, and we'll explore those six categories in detail today. To summarize what those six categories look like, the first one is where we see equity as a focused theme in the annual work programs. The second one is where an equity-focused or equity-related program or service is being reviewed. The third category we see is in relation to the audit objective itself, where it's actually part of the objective or one of the lines of inquiry of the performance audit. The fourth category is where equity is identified in findings, even if it's not part of the objective. Fifthly, other types of reports, so not necessarily performance audit reports, but we've seen a few audit offices that are producing, for example, research reports or other advisory reports that touch on matters of equity. And the last category, and obviously this is in no order of importance, but where operations within the audit office have a focus on equity, and in particular within audit offices, that focus would go alongside diversity, inclusion, and accessibility. So let's go into each of those categories and talk about the subcategories, of which there are 13 that we've identified the first one is where we see equity as a theme in the planned portfolio of performance audits. So this is where an audit office has prepared an annual or a three-yearly work program of performance audits, and we can see equity as a clear theme there in an effort for that audit office to try and address equity through its portfolio of work. So the second category is where the program or service being reviewed either focuses only on equity or has a focus on equity. And what we mean by that is either the focus of the program or the service being reviewed is equity alone. So the whole program is about more equitable, for example, distribution of funds, 
or one of the objectives of the program is equity. So you could have a program overall that is looking at increasing services of a particular nature, but one of the objectives of that program is also to ensure better equitable distribution of funding, for example. So you know, both of those would be quite similar. I don't think we necessarily have to delineate them, but it is interesting to see the delineation in terms of how the audit is delivered because that might look a little bit different in terms of audit delivery. Okay, so the previous category spoke about the program or service or activity being reviewed and equity within that. The next category speaks to our audit itself. And this is where equity relates specifically to the audit objective. And there are a few areas where this might happen. Firstly, where equity is the audit objective. So where our objective clearly states that it will evaluate equity in the activity under review. Simple example of that might be the audit will determine whether the rollout of the internet connectivity program was equitable. Pretty straightforward. The second subcategory is where equity is closely or directly related to our audit objective. So while equity might not be explicitly stated, the subject matter and objective necessitates an equity-focused approach or method. So what's an example of that? Maybe our audit objective is that the audit will evaluate the effectiveness of a healthcare and the home program across the state. So while we haven't specifically called out equity there in our objective, it's clearly going to be something that we need to look at. And lastly, equity as one of the specific lines of inquiry. So again, it's not called out in the audit objective, but it's a key component of our work stream. What's an example of that? So let's say the audit's evaluating the effectiveness of a department's grants and subsidies program for small business. So there's no mention of equity in there, but it's quite clear we need to ask an equity-related question. So our line of inquiry might look something like this. Did the program ensure there was equity of access for all small businesses, regardless of their geographic area, organization, size, or industry? So there are three sub-components there where we see equity fitting in under the category of audit objective. So the fourth category is findings. So this is where Equity is neither the objective nor the key focus area, but we see equity-related findings. And there's two sort of similar subcategories, if you like. The first of those is where the findings identify issues relating to equity. So, for example, a finding might say communities from lower socioeconomic backgrounds had fewer opportunities to apply for program funding because the program was marketed more in higher socioeconomic regions. This is where the finding in the report isn't directly related to the audit objective or line of inquiry. But as the work progressed, as the audit progressed, it became clear that there was a difference in delivery for particular communities and therefore the audit report calls that out as a specific finding. So that's where we've got findings that relate to equity in the approach or the outcomes for communities. Similar to that, there may be findings that relate to internal equity issues. So these are equity issues within the department or the area that is part of the review or a department or area that's part of the review. So this is where in conducting the review, we happened upon problems, bullying, promotions, particular recruitment and retention strategies that were found through the audit to relate to equity issues within the workplace. Now, This won't happen very often, and in many cases, the findings that come out of this, because they are loosely related to the audit objective, may not even make their way into the report. But we have seen some examples like this, where workplace equity issues are called out in reports 
where the objective doesn't appear to have anything to do with that particular finding, but because the audit office found it and then reported it because it was important enough to report. And we'll put an example of that in the blog article that follows this. So the next category relates not necessarily to our performance audits per se, but where we see equity in some of the other reports or publications from audit offices. The first subcategory is where there's been a research report prepared either by an audit office or on behalf of an audit office. So an example might be where an audit office has published research, it's conducted into the views or experiences of a vulnerable or disadvantaged group about the delivery of public services for that group. This type of equity reporting can be standalone and purely used to provide information on the outcomes of that research or it can also be leveraged to inform how the audit offices engages with these communities and in some cases help them select equity-focused audit topics of importance to these communities. The next subcategory in this section is where we see advisory reports with equity as a thematic focus, sometimes based on other audits that might have focused on economy efficiency effectiveness. An example here might be where an audit office produces a report that brings together equity matters drawn from a range of its previous performance reports. For example, it might highlight common equity themes or findings or emerging equity-related risks at a more systemic level that it might want to push out in a thematic report into the public domain. And the last category is equity as a focus within the audit office or audit office operations, if you like. And this is all alongside diversity, inclusion, and accessibility. And there's three areas that we see here. The first of those being equity as an area of focus for the audit office in terms of hiring staff, so broad recruitment and retention strategies. The second is, again, alongside diversity, inclusion, and accessibility, equity as an area of focus in terms of procuring goods and services. So this often would be driven by state or city procurement strategies But the audit office may have their own ability to work within that or to adopt that in a slightly different way. And then the last is accessibility, more broadly, in terms of how reports and insights are delivered. Examples of those would be where we produce audio versions of our reports, websites that are more accessible, different ways to communicate. We are moving towards writing in plain English, but we've seen examples where the reports are not just in plain English, but they are written in such a way that anybody can understand it. So really trying to get to as big a cohort as possible. So those are the the six categories and 13 subcategories. Obviously, there's a range of examples that will go with each one of these, and it is quite difficult to explain each one of those in audio format. And some of these, because of the nuances, need to be detailed in writing in order to be able to properly understand them. So we have written a blog article that accompanies this podcast episode. So the blog article will have real-life examples of each of these categories that we discussed today. And we will also summarize that in the newsletter that goes out to subscribers. So you can look out for this in your inbox over the next few days. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening. The Performance Audit Report is produced by PA Reports the Performance Audit Research Division of Risk Insights. PA Reports helps streamline and accelerate your performance audit research, bringing to you relevant insights that can help your audit get off the ground faster.